Welcome back to another episode of Confessions of Millennial Mills. I'm Ashley. And I'm Tiffany. So, how has your week been? You know, this week has actually been okay. I haven't been as stressed this week. I, you know, a little more calm this week. <laughs> That's good. You have to inform everyone because we're low key, it's kind of weird. Like, we're doing the same shit at the same time again. Um, it's very weird, but we're both leaving our jobs that we bitch about every week. (laughs) (laughs) At the same time, like, no, it's not coincidental, (laughs) but you know, when God wants it to happen, it happens. (laughs) And like, if y'all knew Ashley and I for real, like, stuff like this happens to us all the time. Like, it's not just a job thing. Like, we can be thinking the same thing and texting, like, we're legit like soul sisters like and nobody can tell me any different (laughs) right but i was right i was right now when i was like wait we're both quitting our jobs (laughs) i was was like oh my god so yes you have to tell everyone like y'all y'all just gotta hear her plan for how she's gonna quit now see i quit about two weeks tiffany has like an escape plan out of this job. Okay, so um, <laughs> I received an offer already, but you know, I'm just waiting for everything to like be completely efficient on the background and all that stuff to come back. Um, which should be back like by Tuesday or Wednesday of next week. And so, yeah, I'm not putting in no two weeks notice. They're going to get a day's notice and I'm going to show up <laughs> the next day with all my equipment and I'm going to leave it on the desk with my little badge and that's it. Like, I'm done. I'm over it. See, I can't have that moment, you know, because I'm remote and the whole team is remote. <laughs> so it's like, if I go in there and drop anything Oh, yeah, they're off. remote, but see, we actually have access to the building because, you know, like, oh, the yeah. managers are there every other day and different stuff like that. So, yep, I'm going to have my little mask and I'm going to give them a little temperature check. I'm going to ask for a cart and I'm going to wheel all this shit upstairs, place it on my desk with the badge and chuck in the deuces. Yo. I so I just real so once I put in my two weeks right I felt like so relieved. <laughs> then I realized I have not seen the computer charger since I came home. So I was like, okay, so <laughs> that's the same issue that I have, okay? Because so I right, so I, I got a couple die. issues now. To, me too, me too. <laughs> so I think I think that my charger was in the in my car when it got stolen. Because <laughs> I legit ain't had my charger since we've been home in March. Like, I, when, when they told us we had to come home, I was like, oh, shit. And i just been working off the docking station. And so when I was like, shit, you know, I'm, I'm quitting. I was like, fuck, I don't have a charger. Baby, Walmart has one on their website for like $23, the one that I need. And Amazon has one, too. So I'm thinking I'm going to do Amazon because then I can get it shipped in like two days. And I won't have to wait on it. But I might just say fuck it because I mean they're like a big a ass corporation. They can like, buy a fucking charger. A party wants to just be like, you know what, Ashley? Like you've given them enough. Just give them the shit back. Like if you can't find it, you can't find it. And then another part of me thinks back to when I was in training and she told me this is the only laptop with this charger. <laughs> so I'm like, wow, whoever gets this after me is gonna be fucked. So you know. Yeah. Then I'm like, wow. Like I said, I think I threw it away. So now I'm really starting to freak out a little bit. So I, it was either in my vehicle or yeah, it was thrown away because I did an extensive cleaning 
and I was just throwing shit away. And I do remember like throwing some electronic type stuff away, but I don't. <laughs> like I didn't realize I know, girl. Until, <laughs> until last week when I started feeling bad and I moved to my bed to work and I couldn't find a charger. So I had these docks and I haven't, I still have found the charger. So I don't know what the fuck I'm gonna do. But anyway, um, so yeah. yeah. We're both in this. Wow, we're even in the same boat again. We're losing our truck. That shit is Same boat again. <laughs> but y'all, this is real. Like, we just, I just brought it up because it just came like that. We heard. Okay, so. Um, so, we also, Tiff is like going to get into some new things. You know, we're both about building our residential income. Like, hello, like, we don't work forever. We're freaking moms, for God's sakes. Young mothers at that. But, um, Tiff has some, like, residential income ideas because her babies go back Yeah, to like, I'm thinking I'm about, like, like, I'm thinking about doing the foreign exchange trading. I think, you know, Robert knows that. Can I focus on that? No. But, <laughs> you two have the patience, you know, to make it happen. When Robert starts really making the big bucks, will I be sucking them all up? Yes, I will. But <laughs> I support you, hun, but I can't participate. Because <laughs> I get confused and I get upset and I want to throw things. You know, like we don't need that. But I do think it's a good thing. Um, because it's literally you can do it from your phone. And then once you right. like really start to really get it, you can do it from your computer or whatever. But I like his teammates literally be doing that shit eating everywhere, like driving their kids to daycare. I mean, why are they going to daycare? Because it's cold, but that's another conversation. But because <laughs> you, yeah, you work from home, but anywho, um, doing in the club, like you, that's like these are just real examples. They sound crazy, but that's just to show you, like, you literally can do it anywhere. And I think Rob and I was talking about that, that people got so much shit to say, but Kyler's three. And I remember when we first got pregnant with Kyle, he wanted to do it. But we was just trying to stay afloat. Like, we didn't have no extra money right. out. But I think for myself and him, too, like, if we would have been more educated, I would have been more, like, not as reluctant for him to do it. I would have been like, okay, go do what y'all do. Because you, I, people on his team have had, like, one lady, I think she had, like, when she joined them, her account had 48 cent or 68 cent or something like that in it. Like, she gave them her last. And she's now, like, a tier. She's made a tier. I think she's been doing yeah, it like, for I told like you, I know two, three months. Who graduated with a teaching degree, moved to LA, was teaching. She taught for one year. She started the Forks in her second year of teaching, I think. Mm-hmm. And she's quit teaching. Yeah, like, I and, like This is not it. just like, you know, a story that you see like online or something. Like, I know her, like, I know her. So like, I know that I feel like like you can really be successful from it. Like it's all in how much time and attention that you're willing to put in it. And so, you know, I'm doing this whole another job thing because the kids are, you know, going to be home virtual learning and I need to be able to be at home, you know, with them. But, you know, I'm going to give this a try too. And (laughs) if this works, then I'm able to give that up and, you know, really be at home with them. So I just, I see the, I see more positives from it than negatives. Yeah, for sure. Like with anything, it has this trial and error, you know, people trying to do, you know, try to finagle. But once you learn what the realistic part of it is and what's supposed to happen and what's not, like you'd be okay. I'm really happy though, because I love to see our people just doing something that's not selling drugs. 
I just love it. <laughs> you know, like we're finally getting out of that. You know, some of us are still doing it, but it's okay. You know, I don't knock you because I'm a product of that. But yeah. But um, you know what I like? How I love- like some of like the ex-drug dealers are getting into it and like this is their new hustle. So like I love I it. just feel like it's I do too. Like it's all about your mindset, you know, like because legit, if you're a hustler, you can turn like just use that same that same mentality in whatever you're doing, and you should be successful. Like you a real hustler. I just love it. So it's crazy that we're talking about all this because today we're going to talk about generational wealth. We're going to discuss us as a community, how you know we got Black Lives Matter, you know, buying black. August is literally National Black Business Month, so this is perfect time to talk about it. So what had me thinking about this is, Tiff and I talk about all the time, we don't want to be moms and work for us to work out them lives. Like not against, nothing against our moms, but like we want to not be working real soon. Tomorrow if we can. But, um, look, we've been trying like, to quit. different. Like, like <laughs> and we just got so much that we can give. Like I think that was kind of like the whole purpose of the pod. Just because you're a parent or you're a mother, you're a dad, stepmom, stereo, whatever don't mean your lifestyle and there's still shit that you right. can do so my man god rest his soul Hermes or Nipsey when he passed I was so hurt you know Tiffany knows <laughs> like I was like I forgot I had a man but um his birthday just passed it was a 15 and he prior to his death like he was one of the artists that I mean a lot of artists were doing it but he was one that was really to be a rapper on top of that that was really not only yes a lot of rappers talk about giving back to your community which is great you should but he was one that really honed in on when this shit is over teaching the community how to make yeah like when when you have wrinkled skin and you have 25,000 tattoos and your piercings are hanging like what are you gonna do like you're not gonna be a rapper anymore so um yeah, like, what are you gonna do with your money? So he really was honing in. Like he actually does for was doing four X. YG literally just had a live stream last week showing people that he does four X also, which so it's crazy. We're talking about this, but also he was teaching kids other ways of, to invest. Um, a lot of people they know now, but they didn't know then that that whole plot that the Marathon store was owned on he owned the whole shopping center. So he was all about it. moment. I didn't really know who he was prior to his death. Like mm-hmm. I've seen his picture, you know, with Lauren London, you know, honestly only a couple months prior to him dying. So like mm-hmm. that literally, I like seen, you know, pictures of them maybe like four or five months before he died. So I didn't know much about him, honestly. And so when he died, I was like, well, who, who is this guy? And I'm like, oh, like, he was dope. Like, mm-hmm. a lot of the stuff that he was doing was to empower and build up the Black community. And we don't have enough of that. And then not even the Black community, but the Black community who have been to jail. So... That too. His whole plot, not everyone, obviously, because, you know, but... The whole plot had like it was a store, it was you know the market, it was like other little businesses there. His store, all of the employees were convicts, and he actually was in the process. I don't know if it was fully through, but 
they were like that was what they were doing to report back to their probation so because you know you in typically when you're a convict and you're working somewhere after you've been released you can't have a firearm shit like that so to somebody who is running a business it's like oh nah they a convict like they went to jail for something but no they're on probation not probation parole so you can um you can't blast it anyway <laughs> so they're actually right. a better candidate to hire for things of that nature because they can't have a gun they don't want to go back to jail they're not going to bring any drugs in there they don't want to go back to jail and they're not going to do nothing they're going to actually be more so he, easier to follow your rules than someone who got a free round so he gave chance so he gave chances to people that most people would overlook although yeah, america's not with that they're really who you would kind of want you know so it just got me thinking like we don't we do now like when he passed a lot of artists a lot of celebrities finally because i don't know what the fuck was up with it being like a hush hush thing to do but they finally came out and started talking about it. like yeah like i give back i do this yeah we knew about lebron james but you're you're building the education which is great that's the foundation but what are we teaching our community to do as far as and your money does it's not long what are you right. doing to continue to make it the recycle? Education is great, but I feel like we put too much emphasis on education yeah. and not enough on building wealth. And your examples. So, you know, but here I speak. Like they just say they go to school, get an education to get a good job, but a good job doesn't mean that you're building wealth. Correct. So he was like someone I think it's like a for our community that is current, like good face when you're thinking about generational wealth. Because crazy thing, Lauren London was very offended when he passed because people were trying to donate money. Then it came out that this man had been making masters of everything that he ever made. So his children were making money off his music down to mixtapes until people stopped playing, which ain't gonna never happen. So again, investing. Thinking about your long term, not your short term. The nigga made a million dollars off a of mixtape. Each was sold for a hundred dollars, and Jay Z was once purchased them. Okay, so <laughs> we, when discussing generational wealth, generational wealth is literally um, a family business. Which this is from Google, y'all. So don't quote me because you know sometimes they be be a little whitewash. But anyway, um, it's a family business that's one way to pass wealth throughout generations. Um, so it's like assets being passed down, like we were just discussing, like investments, or it could be legitimately a business that's going, a mom and pop shop or whatever. But the goal is to make sure you don't go broke. <laughs> Your kids have something, their kids, and so forth, so forth. So, um, I think it's something good to talk about because right now it's COVID and a lot of people don't have jobs still. Or they're working jobs that they do not like. <laughs> or not bring in the income that they want. <laughs> not, not us. But, um, <laughs> I think that's something that we now, like our culture now, like us as our black age is like, oh no, nah, we working from the body, goddamn it. We the entrepreneur spirit from the womb. And we doing the research. I feel like we grew up a different way. The white kids was getting these, um, passed down car dealerships, okay? <laughs> we were not. <laughs> so, I got, hold, I got two things to say, because you just said two not. things. So one, yes, we are more entrepreneurial, you know, mindset. 
However, I feel like some of us still don't have the the wealth mindset. Like you have the right. business and you just spend it because you got it. Like mm-hmm. I make it, it's mine, and you're not thinking about the future. So that's one. Um, but then you said shit. Um, how our counterparts, you know, have those things that are handed down to them, like the car and things mm-hmm. like that. I saw. <clears throat> I saw this post on on Facebook. So this girl was like, she was talking to one of her coworkers about, you know, how she was trying to get her money together for a down payment for a house. And mm-hmm. she said the coworker looked at her straight as day and was like, why don't you just, you know, get a gift from your family? That's what we did when we got married. But first of all, that, so when first of all, dowries when they come get that much before they get married, <laughs> or like, you know, once they get a gift from their parents, oh, yeah, which yeah, is yeah. like down payment money for a house. A lot of black families don't have that to gift their child. You know what I'm saying? So like, that's that's <laughs> another. This is another one of those things. <laughs> you know, okay. So crazy you say that. So typically, that is a dowry. So in African culture, that is a freaking dowry. It's usually like a goat, okay? Like it's usually, if you're typically in, when that was something that was prevalent, which they still do it, but when that was something that was prevalent, it was usually a f- animal. Something, some type of cattle to, for y'all about to move, y'all with Mary, y'all about to have y'all own farm or what have or plantation. You're getting a goat, okay? So Loki, that was kind of racist, <laughs> but, but, we, like you said, like, we don't have that. And it's crazy because Black is King on Disney Plus, which is a really good. Oh, no, sorry. They just pay for the win. And they get 10000 to $20,000, $30,000, $50,000 yeah. gift. Yeah, like, our culture, like, we don't get that. <laughs> Sad to say, sometimes we don't even have our dad, and that's just so we don't have to pay for the wedding. So it's just like, like you don't even realize what you just said was so dumb and ignorant but but you don't know any better because you're not black (laughs) um (laughs) not culture but black is king because it's kind of like trying to show us our culture and of course artists in an artistic way and musical way but in one of the scenes i can't spoil it because a lot of people haven't seen it but in one of the scenes one of the songs is it's because it's playing on lion king but just with people so when they get married they get a like this really nice horse, I think, with a zebra, whatever. But they get it was I think it was a horse, but that was their dowry. But it was really like decked out. They were decked out, but it was and they took it and they rode off into you know their new life. But that was them showing like you know this is what we gave to you. You, you took our daughter. We're going to give you this so you guys can be set for y'all new life. Niggas ain't doing that right now, okay? Like, we can barely get groceries. <laughs> so, because of COVID. So, sorry. <laughs> Excuse me if my mom did not give me a home because I just got married, okay? Or she didn't give me um, a vehicle because I just had a baby. Sorry. So, <laughs> that is very interesting, but not surprising when they say things like that because I think when we first went home from COVID, and I was like, I have Kyla, you know, I gotta, you know, figure out what I'm gonna do. I was like, wow, I could have sworn somebody asked me about a nanny. Where? You have seen my townhome. Where is she gonna sit? Like, what? 
My salary is actually that made me mad for you. I was like, the first thing that came to my head was like, one, two, three. Like, you what, don't pay enough. What, the first thing that <laughs> came to my head is, okay, what is her salary while she thinks that I can afford a nanny? How much are they paying this bitch? You have a dog. Like, what? I mean, you <laughs> <laughs> Like, what? It's not the same. It's not putting her, him in a dog hotel. Like, it's a human. Like, <laughs> yes. But... Uh, we're not uh, WPS. WPS. Yes. 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 So <laughs> back to what we're talking about because now Tiffany and I are getting upset. So, uh, <laughs> so August is National Black Business Month, which is great, and it's it, it was always been this. It starts with the first, but I think it's good, and I think it's you know being done differently this year because of everything that's going on. Which I think is cool. Yeah. Um, I think he's gotten more attention this year. Which is good. You know, like, I never Everybody. used to be a time where people used to really talk shit. Like, don't go to the black business. It ain't gonna be good. It's gonna be high as shit. But now everybody's realizing why. <laughs> Wait, you breaking up. Wait, what? Hold on. Say it again. Oh, no. I can hear you. Say it again. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Um, who is it? Amazon, Uber Eats. But Uber Eats pissed me off because I actually was going to use it. And they only have two up there, okay? In my proximity. But you got 157 of other businesses. <laughs> you know where I live. You know it's not just two of them over here. <laughs> you might be scared to go to the other ones, but still, if you're going to say you're going to have black businesses, you need to listen. <laughs> Anywho. Where? <laughs> when I want, when I want the Jamaican truck, I need it to be on Uber Eats, okay? When I want... <laughs> But I want the other Jamaican restaurant that's not my far from my house on the south side. I need this to be on Uber Eats because again, black owned. Okay? When I well no, they add the other one, never mind say that. But they don't have all of them. That's the point. Shit. So you scary asses. So but I'm happy though that they are talking about that because um I spout this calendar that's literally around Black Business Month. And it just like talks about what well, talks about how they observe and all that other stuff, but it literally gives like a bunch of details. It's about how black business owners are like 10% of US business, how 30% of them are all minority owned. Oh, God. but I just really happy because when I was growing up, my mom was a beautician. She, was, she had like a full service salon. People looked at her crazy because we we lived in Virginia Beach, but her salon was in Norfolk, but it was close to the the beach in Norfolk. So people still mm-hmm. tan. So people looked at her crazy because her salon had hair and nails, waxing like you would go to any other nail salon, but it had tanning booths. And she had like a masseuse that came like a few times a week or whatever. People used to look at her crazy because like you this black woman owning a salon but you have tanning booths, like the fuck? 
But yeah, so get a business. And I literally, I think she was like, now that I'm grown, I can do my times, you know. But I think she was like, we like 10 minutes from the beach. So yeah, it wasn't Virginia Beach, but it was still Ocean View. So, and the base. So I'm like, she knew her Did and it's crazy because that's where she made most of her money from. People, because people would do memberships, and between memberships, um, they're just they're single tans, and they would just do on a whim, buying the merchandise. I mean, yes, you have your beauticians that pay their booth rent, and they you know make their money. You make your money there too because you know people, especially when it's hot. If you got a musician that's a brainer, that's where you can get all your bread and butter from that section of your business. But don't knock me because I'll be looking at me crazy and be, and be like, damn, you really is making some bread. Yeah, because I'm a Black-owned business, yes, but I'm also appealing to my market. I'm not going to marginalize myself exactly. and make it so only Black people can use it because it's a Black-owned business. Like, no. If I'm next to a goddamn um, beach, niggas ain't going to tan, which is crazy. Some do. <laughs> crazy enough but if they're like they feel that they're pale what have you but yes I'm going to um Shoot. I could probably use the tanning booth this year because baby these legs ain't got my roommate stuff. my old roommate y'all the same complexion tans okay she don't do it all the I've time I've never been before but, but she doing like if I have somewhere to go like this year I might would go because yeah, these like, legs is really really pale like, now, for I've us, never been before. <laughs> like, and it's okay. Like, people be getting OD now. When I was growing up, I used to see some people in there, you know, like a shirt. Like, you pushing this, sis. Like, <laughs> yeah. But, um, so, like, some people, it's like I'm about to go on a trip and I don't want to look crazy in my goddamn pictures. <laughs> so, I'm about right. to go get a little burn, you know? But I just, that was like the first thing that came to my head when I first started thinking about it was I remember she used to be talking about it. Like, my friends are so fucking dumb. <laughs> <laughs> they think she crazy for having tanning beds, not even knowing that's like a good chunk of where her business came from. And that's not even to include the maintenance. So like she didn't feel it because that's how many people was coming to her. She had a reasonable membership, things of that nature. Why don't the beds are nice, they're always clean. Why not? So she knew her market. Mm-hmm. So I want to talk to you and get your opinion on buying black how do you feel about so when i read the outline (laughs) i really think and so i i honestly don't buy black often there's not a reason i honestly just don't have any needs for things that come from specific black owners. Right. Um, the one thing that I like definitely get from black businesses are like my herbs and like my black oh, yeah. soap and my shea butters and stuff like that. So I have two two different little African shops that I go to for that. So they yeah. are of course black owned. Um, the lady, she makes a lot of her own products. The guy, I get like uh, my turmeric and different stuff like that from him. Um, but other than that, I don't really buy black. And I don't know how I, how I feel about that about myself. <laughs> <laughs> well, 
<laughs> like it's not a bad thing. I think for me because now I ain't, now don't get me wrong. My my soap in my bathroom is dove. Like sorry, but um I do use shea moisture from time to time when it's in my budget. Okay, but um I know for me like clothing wise, yes, because I love a crew neck. Okay, girls tour, Sorella, black on. But like God is dope. Um, collect, which is one of Rob's friends' brand. Like, I think for me, because the people I went to school with, like, I, originally before psychology became my life and mental health became my life, fashion was my thing. So that's what I started. Yeah, she used I, to be fly. I mean, like, she fly, but like, if you see her old, like, <laughs> like that was fly. my thing. I think I lasted a semester though, because then I had, you know how like you. T- <laughs> This is so fucked up. And this shows, again, us not using our resources, you know, us taking one person's word is bond. Anywho, um, <laughs> I, looked up, I looked up how, like, how your career would go, like, how your salary would come. And I, I just wasn't comfortable with the weight, you know? So, <laughs> <laughs> so I switched. Because <laughs> you had to fill out a list. So when you went up from orientation, I did my list in that fashion, like, merchandising was the top. I think psychology was number two or three or whatever. And while I was home getting prepared, I was like, don't read something. Okay, how I'm be the next Tower Banks? You know, how I'm be the next Camorley Senate? And then I was like, wow. I think the one statistic was like, I was like one in a hundred. And I was like, no. So I'm going to switch. I'm going to switch what I know I'm going to have a job in. <laughs> so, so that's how I got psychology. But, I think that's how I ended up getting into like the black home business thing. Um, just for clothing purposes. And kind of, like I did it for a little bit with my nails and stuff, but it's so crazy. People go, when you go to beauty school, you do learn everything you have. It's like when you go to college, you, you may be going to college for marketing. You still got to learn English, math, and Spanish. Right. You know, like you still got to learn a thing. So you learn all this shit. But it's crazy because some people that go to cosmetology school, they will only do hair and will really know how to do acrylic nails. Like, yes, you have to expound your your learning because you're not going to know designs. But, I mean, damn, like, you know, broaden your horizon. Don't box yourself in. So I tried it, but it's just hard because I'm, I like to go to a salon. Like, I really don't fuck with being in people's house unless it's my own, my friend's house, or my family. But... It's like every time I found a really good black nail tech, she was in her house, and I don't trust that because look at us now—we got COVID, <laughs> and I need to make sure you were clean. <laughs> and that's not even so, trying to be funny. So, when I used to make enough money with forty my nails, <laughs> oh, you back, sis? Okay, you can come I right to hell with me. I didn't, I didn't want to sound like a ratchet girl, but that was the first things I thought about. I was like, ooh, I'm going to be able to afford to get my nails done again. Mm-hmm. <laughs> but anyway. You're right with me to go to Helen. <laughs> Helen is really nice. She, no, she I got a black beautiful. girl. Oh, okay, that's good. I got a black girl. That's what I was that's getting at. When I used to could afford to get up to... <laughs> I had a black girl to get my nails done. She did work, you know, in an Asian shop, but... Oh, you're not wrong with that. They're still a minority. Like, like, bro. <laughs> like she came with building type of thing. So like they ha- the the prior owners had hired her mm-hmm. and they ended up like selling the business. But mm. whoever bought the business had to hire her. Oh, that was smart. So she okay. yeah, so like basically she gonna be for a while. But anyway, this is good. Like 
I oh, don't want to not get my nails done by anybody from her. And yeah, so I mean, you can, you can come to the hood to get your nails done by a black Oh, yeah, girl, you don't have no problem with pulling up, you know. And I be talking to everybody <laughs> and be getting all the deals, be asking about the braiding hair and the bundles that are on hand because I have no problem and with buying And it's in, it's in one hand. of the nicer shopping centers here. So, you know, <laughs> and like the hood, hood. It's like across you, from the Walmart. You know, I used to be in everywhere under the sun, okay? Like when I got to your house, like, girl, I used to have a little, 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 little here. You was like, what? Yeah, I know. <laughs> he was like, I didn't know that. It's like, girl, you know, I just kidding. Anyway, but, um, um, y'all, we've been getting so off topic. <laughs> but I'm four, but I had, I think I did for a little bit at school. Once like a few girls that did nails, they were black girls. And, but once like people started graduating and stuff like that, or I would need it then, like my nail was hanging the fuck off and I couldn't find my homegirl, I ain't got time. But, now that things have changed, I have started to find like more black nail techs that don't work from their house. They work in like studios, which I think is cute. And it's smarter because you pay less rent. Sometimes your booth rent or your table rent be actually higher than what you would pay for like a studio office yeah. rent. So it is smart. Um, another thing, so we're talking about this. <laughs> the biggest misconception is that we don't buy black because our people charge too much. <laughs> So I was really so, trying to talk about this because it's that, a misconception. I feel I feel conflicted. So I told you I don't buy black often, but I sometimes feel like we think that because they black, we're supposed to get a discount or like yeah. it's supposed to be yeah. cheaper. And, like, we have to take into account that because they are a small business, they can't get things at wholesale prices like Walmart would to create a shirt. And so sometimes we are going to have to dish out those extra coins. I mean, help help a business out. And then the bigger that that business gets, the cheaper that they will be able to offer their services. So I think that sometimes, you know... People change. (laughs) Yeah. People won't, people think, won't pay on a Kool Aid Jammer budget. Like, uh, yes. no. <laughs> Kool Aid Jammer's kind of expensive too, so we might win. Okay, yeah, maybe. What's that one you can get out of Dollar Tree? But it looks like a Kool Aid Jammer in a Capri Sun, but it's not. But it's like Dollar Tree <laughs> brand. <laughs> but, yeah. Or the knock off or the Kool Aid. It ain't Kool-Aid, but you know what you get when you get that pack. It just don't say Kool-Aid. Kool-Aid. Yeah. There you go. <laughs> so, yeah, I feel the same way. Like, I feel like people are cheap. Like, I just feel like, like I said, like, you want fucking champagne taste and you have tap water, like, budget. Like, what? No, you got to spend some money. Now, sometimes these businesses on do the OE. Oh, no, yeah. Like, when homegirls be selling these essential oils, and I know they be getting the oil out the juice pastel like me, and they be just shaking it up in a bottle and putting it in a little syringe. No, boo, I'm not paying $25 for that, because I can make that for three. Like, that ain't happening. But, because <laughs> I can put it in my own sky. I can in the rolls, want to shake it up. We good. But... When it's like clothes, and that's and then being that I did still take some courses, I didn't take the whole shebang, but I still took like the electives. That shit ain't cheap. <laughs> Getting a t shirt is not cheap. So, like you said, just imagine like hell, we are dealing with that now. Like, that doesn't just apply to people who are tangible black owned businesses. We are a black owned business as a pod. 
it is not cheap. Yeah. Like people kind of was kind of confused when a lot of pods started getting Patreons, but it's not cheap. And when you're African American business anywhere, especially entertainment and especially something like this where you have free realm, it is very, very hard to get an investor or someone to support your brand because you're African-American and because you speak so free brown. So, yeah, see, actually, I definitely like to tell what to do. That's kind of part of the arena. So we wouldn't do yeah. so well with investors telling us what we could and couldn't they talk couldn't. about. Hello, so we, we just struggle right now to do what we can. And, you know, like when they have like they have God, we you know we we've you know been okay so far but yeah it's real it's you know out here. and i think patreon is a great service because i hear a lot of bigger podcasters not bitch but they talk about how that's the issue you know like they are under um i'm not gonna say them brand names but they're under other distributors names and they have issues so but they, but with Patreon, you have like your members and they pay you and you can use that money to make merchandise, things of that nature. Like we have so much shit we want to do for merchandise for the pod, but it's not cheap and it's us paying for it. So we'll have to pay for it. So I only can imagine if we were like a clothing brand trying to bump out crew necks and it's about to be the fall and it's just Tiffany and I. <laughs> like, <laughs> we'll be living on the curb. Um, we got <laughs> With the crew next, you know, they would not drop to 2021 because- got three. <laughs> one small, medium, and large. Like, hello? Like, what? So, I get it, but I think a, a lot of people don't take that consideration. Like, people just be wanting the, the, the clothes or wanting to be on your pod or wanting to showcase your pod, but don't want to pay the money or don't want, you know, like, you just do little shit like that. And that's not that, like, we haven't had no issues, but I'm just saying, from hearing about others- Those are things that- Yeah. yeah that people really deal with. But I want to touch on, so we have our black businesses or whatever. So say like we just started them or we have these ideas. What do you feel as far as like failure? Do you feel us as a community or us as entrepreneurs, we are like, we stray away from a lot of concepts because we feel like it's not going to work? Or do you feel like we hit them head on because we already persevere so much in our every day? So we're like, you know what? Me making a bunch of troll pins is stupid, but why not? <laughs> if I believe in it, I'm going to do it. Like, what do you think? <laughs> I know for me personally, I have not pursued a lot of ideas that I've had because of me. And why? Like, do you feel and like like personal or do you feel like you just be thinking like why do you feel like you hold yourself back I really don't know because when you said you know do I think that you know we fear and hold ourselves back or do we persevere because you know we have to in our daily lives and that made me think like why don't I use that same energy for something that I create you know right. like we put I put my energy into someone else's job right. you know point. to make Good someone point. else's business successful or to go but i don't think that's a thing so, so that's just that's me. so i'm going tonight <laughs> <laughs> so, 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 i'll be texting but, that's, a, that's a good 
that's a good that's a good question. But yeah, I know for me for me definitely, like I have a lot I guess that have, you know, come over the years, you know, Sydney recently is a great and cook. Not to say I cook shitty thing. But she's a really good like I cook too. But Tiffany, like, when you eat her food, you can tell she has a passion when she cooks. Like I just cook Seattle so Star. <laughs> or like So like that's that's one so I want I really want a bakery and I've been saying that for years. Yeah, like years. But you like, are really good at it. Very creative. It doesn't take a long time. Very innovative. Like that's a good point. I'm happy you brought it up because that's what I'm saying. <laughs> like a lot of people I know people. So yeah, it, like, I know that I'm really good at this thing. But it's just something. There's some fear there. So my older sister, she's dating a chef, and her and I, like you thought, like well, she's really my real sister, but she's older than Drea and I, and she's on my dad's side. But it's really crazy. We don't have the same mom, but all three of us act a lot alike. It's really fucking weird. Okay, <laughs> but. She was just telling me she's all, she's all especially when she became a mother like she just always has liked to cook like she always been fucking greedy but now that she's a mom she really just has really gotten into that cooking which is I'm sure that's the same for both of us like we both like food but we got kids we got people so I thought it was so crazy that I she met that was like ten yeah like Drea my my parents divorced like I always had to cook so my mom always worked later like she worked later like two days a week so I used to always have to cook so that's how it started for me but. Her boyfriend and her, he loves to cook because he's a chef and she just loves to cook and they're opening up a food truck together. It actually opens up in November, I believe. And I just love to hear that because it's COVID. Again, look at a black on business coming out the mud in the mix of a pandemic. Okay, just saying. Anywho, but I wanted to talk about that because like, yeah, like I was saying, you are really good at baking, and this is just a good example, but it's true. You're really good at it, and I feel like that is, like, your thing. You know, I can't tell you <laughs> all audiences, but we are both planning on moving really soon, and uh, to an area where we're going to, you know, blossom, but I digress. Because um, the area really loves our melanin. Anywho! So uh, she said we are moving really soon. You know, <laughs> tell them all to her. she's moving and then this my sweater. <laughs> when she's packing it, my children will pack me. Okay, Kenny. <laughs> you know, I just you know <laughs> I'm always trying to, you know, drag someone. <laughs> she little she knows I can set on the block hey hey girl. So I sent you a Google Doc full of places. <laughs> so, <laughs> the link to let me know what you like and I'll call up. Anywho. Um, so crazy that you say that because we really have a tendency as a culture, like like for instance, with the pot. When I was in school, I bought. I got my DUI and um it like my judge, I mean wasn't a dick, but was a dick because Okay, yes, I hit three park cars, whatever. But I don't think, <laughs> if all y'all listening finally got their lip like thought of whatever, shut up. So, everybody, so, <laughs> so, when, <laughs> so, when part of my punishment was I had to go to AA meetings and like legit ones, and I was 20. Well, I had turned 21 in the process 
in in the process of going to court. But anyway, that shit fucks me up. Because <laughs> I was like, <laughs> like I was like, what the fuck? Because people be in there with some real life problems. Nothing against them, but real like shit. So it took me a while. It took me a while to because you had to talk like like because they reported it back to your judge if you were participating. That was that was it was definitely get reported. So it took me a while to talk because I didn't like I just was nervous. Like I would say the, my name while I was there because you had to say that and something else. So my counselor had pulled me to the side because she knew I was the youngest person in there and she knew why I was there. So she had pulled me to the side and was like, you like, what do you like to do? Like you have to open up. I don't want you to have to redo all this because you're scared. You know, like you're not talking. And I was like, I really like to write, but it ain't something I do for real. She was like, maybe you should hone it on that. Girl, I had other shit going on too in school, but I always was a journal kid. So I just one day, we had so much on my mind because so much happened because of that, that I just started writing. And that's when Snapchat had just came out. Things was like going into my sophomore, no, going into my junior year when it happened. So Snapchat had been out, but it just came popping. So I started blogging and I would blog and I would record my computer so you could kind of like read some of the excerpts a little bit. Like you could see me doing the blog and then I would screenshot mm-hmm. them on my phone because I would make sure that the blog would be enough to cover a screenshot. And I would post them on my Snapchat and well, we didn't have Instagram stories, so it'll be my Snapchat. And people used to DM me, okay? Like <laughs> they used to DM me and respond to the post. And so, or people would like come up to me and bring it up. And I was just like, wow. But I, and I was real transparent. The, the whole site I was using ended up getting um, bought out. So I lost the whole thing. And then I, no, the, I didn't lose the whole thing, but the computer I had ended up crashing and I couldn't get anything off of it. So, but it was like, like my friends, cause I, I talked about boys I was talking to at school. Like I would change their name, but it was real stories. I um, talked about my DUI. Like I ended up winning a scholarship off one of the blog posts I made about the DUI. So I'm saying it to say like, we really be afraid because I wanted to write a book. Like when the blog, when the um, website had crashed, my initial plan was I was gonna take all the blogs and put them into a book and like make it into like a, like a um, diary type book or whatever. And when it crashed, I was crushed, right? <laughs> so, like, I didn't have a whole senior year of shit to talk about. But I was just like, and I let it go. Like, school went on. Like, I, I don't think I wrote for her anymore. And I just let it go. And I shouldn't have, because only God knows. But things happen for a reason, but that's something I should have kept up. Right. So, we found podcasting. I met Tiffany. I, we, it's still like blogging, but you're hearing what I'm saying versus you're reading what we're saying. So, so but this was, this was crazy because I was like, no, nah, I can do it. I can do blogs, but we didn't ever talk about it. <laughs> you said what? The diary kid. Oh, you was a diary kid? <laughs> yeah. Like, it, like I really. Oh, my diary every. 
like when I would, my locks would break, I would buy a new one. You're damn right. You're going to be getting into my business. And I would tear all the pages out and put it in the one with the lock. I don't fucking trust y'all. No. <laughs> I wish that I knew where, I wish I knew what happened to them thing. Just to go back and like reread them just to see the shit that I went through. Yeah, like it was, I would remember, I would remember my biggest blog post. This is a real story, but people didn't know that time. But anyway, so the story was, I was talking to this boy. The boy and I was talking. We had both agreed. We first started talking that we liked each other, like we were attracted to each other, but that was it. Like, we were just having sex. So, we had been messing around. He really went hard to tell me he didn't like me like that. So, it only took really one time, but I guess he felt like I was remedial. I don't know. And, or I was on him like that. So, he made a point to keep bringing it up. So, long story short, he came over one night or whatever, and his mood changed. He was realizing that he liked me more than he alluded to. I don't know if that was his defense mechanism. I don't know, but I don't play them games. I don't give a shit. So, so he, whatever, you know, was trying to play me like I was stupid. So the blog details all of this, right? So I even, this is so embarrassing. So the, basically he came one night and we had sex or whatever. <laughs> And that was our thing. Like, we would do our little thing, and you gotta go. This particular night, all my roommates was gone. For whatever reason, because I had three. So that was really rare, very rare. And he wanted to cuddle. I think the name of the article was like, this nigga really wanted to cuddle. Like, something like that. Like, it was something, like, really bashing. <laughs> like, you knew what you was getting, but you didn't know. So he wanted to cuddle. I was like, what are you doing? Show me you didn't like me. I was confused. And because he tried to come at me like, you got candles lit. Like, what you trying to do? Set a vibe. First of all, anyone who knows me knows I love candles and I love diffusers. I know about them back then. So I love candles and I love um, wax warmers. So, booyah. So, and I just took a bath. So, nigga, no. So he came in and all, that just like turned me off. Not for me. <laughs> like, it's for me. So, that's just me. I used to write like that. So, girl he did the most I was like you gotta move like you can sleep here if you want to because it's late but no still wanting to cuddle like you're confused like I don't have time for that like we've set the tone this is what it is like we're not dabbling back because now all of a sudden you know what you want or you're you're not afraid anymore I don't give a fuck and I put him out <laughs> <laughs> like I literally picked up all of the clothing he put on his pants I ain't doing that dirty but I put him out with everything in his hand and we never talked again and my one of my roommates ended up talking to his line brother. So you know how niggas be, they come in pairs. Like, I don't, I, like back then, I mean, they still do it now, but yeah. So I came home from class, girl, and he was sitting on my couch. <laughs> I bust off laughing. <laughs> because the yeah, last <laughs> the last time we saw each other, like, yeah, like you were getting put out with no shirt on. So um, in the cold. So... <laughs> So that was like my hit post. But people was like, wow, you really put this nigga out? Like, yeah, what the fuck? But when I like met Tiffany and we got our conversation going and we just realized we really were the same fucking person and we really had no regard, I was like, why don't we just don't record ourselves talking shit all the time? But being educational. <laughs> so I'm saying that you say, don't be afraid. Like, I really can only imagine if Tiffany was not pussy feeling about her baking and I was really getting crazy with these blogs where would be like what the fuck so 
what's interesting that you say you just dead ass be afraid. I don't think you should. I think you should. Um, yeah. This is a, a follow up. Do you think? Because I I have heard this, but I haven't. People really like touch like really don't touch on it. Do you feel as if generational curses tie in to why some are not do not have the generational wealth that they could potentially have? I think so. But I think when you say like generational curses kind of off. Yes. But like legit is like you all you see in Wait, you're breaking up. Back? Yeah, you're back. Um, that that What's going on? So I think. Um, so we'll hear generational curse capitalize first of all but it's literally just like if you see your parents you know make irresponsible decisions with money or just are you know financially irresponsible then more than likely to exhibit those same behaviors yeah that is a generational curse so yeah, I definitely believe that it's true and yeah like that it- we that's a good, that's a, that's what I meant by generational curse. Like, I don't mean like, I don't know, your, your parents have horrible like, attitudes. I feel like people like, keep cursing, like, the curse of Yeah, no, like, you're exactly <laughs> correct. Like, it is, you have parents that are financially irresponsible, so you pick on those bad habits. Or you have seen your parents always have a job. So for you to have that entrepreneurial bug, it's like, no, that's not right. So you stay, yeah. away, you steer away from it, or even if not even, even it could be a career bug that your parents always have had, and you're steering away from it because it's not the, the the normal for your family. I think that's what. And I, that's I what can I say along the speed that's that's sort of like we were taught. You, know, you get nine five, you work right. forty years, and you retire. We're taught to pursue what it is that we would have passion for. Mm-hmm. And that kind of like we talked about that when we was on Oxford Dreadhead a little bit, like how we are not our resources that we are given are not as verbose or as fulfilled as they should be. So explain to us, like we, I mean, our generational learns to live. Yep, yep. And we are taught that paycheck to pay, paycheck to paycheck is okay. Like, you got as your phone in your bag, surviving. your bills is paid, you okay. got a roof over your head, you, you know, we're not really taught. I really honestly don't, and it could be also because, I mean, this is our age group, but I I can't think of when I was younger seeing people like us that was traveling buku until now. Yeah. I Like, before kids. Like, I don't remember back then. And, and my dad was still running the streets. Like, I don't remember seeing them do shit like that. So, like, it, it wasn't even on their minds. Like, you know, trip like, Vegas. Yeah, like, you do a family big-ass trip, but it's something you didn't plan for a year and a half. Like, it ain't it ain't nothing that y'all got six months in. That's how it happened, you know? Yeah. So, 
but again, that's like we are on some different shit. Like we just are approaching our financial literacy and health differently, which is yeah. how we generate this generational wealth. Yeah. Yeah. Um, <laughs> so I'm thinking about this because did you did so you listen to horrible decisions with city girls, right? <laughs> okay, no, no, no. This is okay. Yeah. So if you got some, so, we digress. See me, see me. I her that I roll hair because we're gonna have to talk about town another topic. Cause but we are though because. Um, so, I'm, <laughs> so it got me to, <laughs> so it got me to thinking, like, remember, so remember how, I think Wheezy, yeah, Wheezy asked them a question, basically, would you rather a nigga invest in your business or buy your LLC? And I was like, great question. Another rep- another representation of how we do not know our re- we do not know our shit, but we always talking shit. Okay, so have you seen the post about buying your children an LLC? Well, it's not like buy- I think it's is it buying. Your- well, I've seen it multiple ways, like buy your kids, buy your spouse, blah blah blah. If you really love her, buy an LLC. You know, have you seen that? Mm-hmm. Okay, so. <laughs> Okay, so some people make it an attitude. I don't give a fuck. So, in the state of Virginia, an LLC is $150. The $100 for, well, let me, hold on, wait, because I could be wrong. Give me a second. So, <laughs> so, because nah, because I feel like people have been listening like this bitch, I don't know what she's talking about. So, wait. <laughs> so, <laughs> so, Okay, yes, I was right. So the filing fee in Virginia is a hundred dollars. That's to get the LLC. Like that's you get that little card that got your name in the middle <laughs> and the little Commonwealth or whatever, because we in Virginia so it's the Commonwealth. Wherever you live, the county, whatever, that's the what? Okay? That's a hundred dollars for Virginia. It's fifty to keep it on going. Okay? So you pay one hundred and fifty dollars. That is less than a bottle of Ace of Spain. Okay? To buy me a LLC. And that's air quotes on saying this, okay? Nothing's against this. I'm not saying it's wrong. But what am I going to do? No, take that back. What did you lose by spending $150 for a male if you're in a heterosexual relationship? That is his outfit. <laughs> so what did you that is his shirt, pants, and shoes. <laughs> not even right. Actually, take that back. That's the shirt, the undershirt, the pants, and the drawers, not the socks and the shoes. <laughs> and maybe the belt will be the knockoff. You know, like that is what the outfit is. <laughs> so, what did you lose, sir? But I'm supposed to drop my drawers because that's what you did. What is You gotta get it together, sister. Like, you can buy that shit. What? Like we have we have to stop gloating about that. Like it's nothing wrong with it. Yes, do it. But if that's what you're gonna present me, like a little cute little gift card with a teddy bear, I'm gonna need to have the card with the like look, you know, I love you, baby, blah 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 blah. The card needs to have an investment check in it too. <laughs> so you give well, me the investment check. 
go a little harder, okay? I don't want that goddamn manila folder with that paper that you paid $150 for. That's not me. That's all you can afford. Okay, but you can't You don't even need to be doing You don't need, you don't even let me, I ain't even say the problem. You don't even need to be doing it. If that's what you're if that's what you want, don't even do it. Like, no. Okay? So, <laughs> don't. I don't need to spend your last dollar so you can tell me about the LLC. Because I'm a, me, me, Ashley, is going to respond back and say it's $150 and you're an idiot because what are you eating for dinner? <laughs> okay. LLC. <laughs> I went to school with this guy who has been um, dropping gems to, you know, his black brothers. So, he has two children. I think he adopted. So, he got a girl. He had a kid. And I think he might have adopted that child. And then they had two together. Which means they divorced each responsible for all three. Right. So, I know a fact from food. Not about that one. Anyway. To keep his job payments low, what he has done, he opened, he started his own business. So he has an LLC. Right. So he paid himself from the business minimum wage. That's less money that his account to take, but he has his children on payroll. So they're still getting paid. They're still getting money. Mm hmm. Plus, there's lower child support. For him and his children. Mm-hmm. But that's smart. That's so, smart. So. It's not you, like he tied it like, hey, I'm doing it like that. No, I'm just not work 40 hours a week. You take my whole fucking check. <laughs> no. I can't believe him. I just think it's okay. Like, I do not do that okay. But it's so cool because I'm sure within his time setting up the LLC, making them employees or beneficiaries or what have you, they're beneficiaries. Like if something God forbid is to happen to him, depending on what his yeah. business is, they're gonna like again. That's yeah. Um, I'm sure. Stay. Re regardless, I'm sure it, you know the initial start was. I'm doing this because I don't want to be paying my girl a bucket. Like, I don't want to pay her a house payment. Like, I'm just not doing it. But, um, but that don't mean I want to take care of my kids. But like you said, I'm not going to be paying nothing outlandish just because that's what the courts say. And on paper, they don't consider none of my assets or liabilities. But I think that's so smart because I know initially that was his reasoning to, like, keep himself afloat. But it's going to benefit his children so much in the long run, especially yeah. if, if he's keeping up with his books and he's keeping the business like together. 
Like that's just so smart. I love when I hear us doing shit that may come off a little sly, but it's not a good reason. <laughs> it's only coming off exactly. sly because you may think that way. Yeah. yeah, we weren't as innovative to create that idea. So that's dope. Um, and like we got one last thing that we're gonna discuss is investing. Um so this brings you back when we talk about the dowry. <laughs> so I think that's like it's funny, but that's literally the mindset that we still have as a culture. You know what I'm saying? Like we are so instant gratification. We're getting better. Like with everything going on, where you know everyone's performed on COVID. For two, we tired of being treated crazy, so we actually are starting to do our research now to combat how we feel. But we are instant gratifiers. Like we we like to get something quick, tangible. Like we need to have that MCM bag, but don't got a car. We need to have that car with rims and have paid our rent, like, because that's what we gotta do. Like, we gotta show that off. So, the article that I had found, I just, I just wanted to get like a fact on it, was talking about some habits of wealthy investors that are black. And one of the key, key things, which I know Tiffany and I learned is as tellers, is CDs. And I know Tiffany can vouch. Who were the people that you ever, if you ever saw people come into like, if they withdraw, people usually don't withdraw. White people. If you withdraw, it's usually White like the worst penalty ever. Or old black people. <laughs> but they were old and retired from like a real great job. They weren't I just regular. In a poor black area as a teller. So a lot of them didn't even have that. See? Mm-hmm. So, good point. So, the article talks about how it's from Black Enterprise and it's discussing like that is what a lot of wealthier African Americans do. Like they have savings and bonds, yeah. which you don't really hear that anymore. I don't really end up on the bonds. I mean, people have them, but but that's again something you can pass down or whatever. But um, but they have these CDs, certificate deposits. Yeah, I used to do a lot of areas that I was in. Mhm. Because people get because they get passed down, or like your grandparents have bought them in your name. Yes, they were nineteen twenty, nineteen seventy. They're a little bit slower, so that's usually like when you you it's like you ever been a teller or work in a bank, you see people cash them, they look like they've been to the fucking that's why but, so <laughs> but it's because they take a longer time to like occur interest or whatever. But it's it's a good thing to have if like your grandparents or whatever have got that for you because the times I used to see people cashing it was when they had no other options. Mm-hmm. And because I worked in a pretty, like it was like the school was there, but I knew the surrounding area was poor. So I think my neighborhood was the only, because I worked not too far from my bank, so it was like the only kind of okay. But that's because college kids mm-hmm. live there. Like I think if college kids didn't live there, it would have went to shit. So people would come in there to be, to, they would be um, withdrawn from their savings bonds or turning them in. 
and then CDs. The only time I would see people like you said, it would be white people, but it would be like a little pish posture mount. They would end up putting them right back in, so they wouldn't even feel the penalty. And if <laughs> take that back, it was this one lady. She withdrew from that damn CD that I think like someone opened it for her because it was huge. But she was like around our age. Withdrew from that CD, Tiffany, every month. Okay? And I just was like, sis, just take it all out. Like, what are you doing? And she will always say, I'm gonna put it back in. Like, no, you're not. Like, you're here every month. Taking the same amount out. Like, you're not. Like, I, I can see your transactions. You've never put nothing back in here, but whatever. But they were discussing like, they have life insurance. Um, these wealthier black people, the things they invest in are like things we've been pretty much talking about the whole time. They're long term, things with longevity, mm-hmm. things that will create that that revolving revenue. Um, we were kind of confused because we bought but life insurance I, recently. In and black we community, even things like life insurance, like they'll have a great life insurance policy, but it racked up so much debt that by the time they die and you pay all the, the bills with the life insurance policy, you aren't left with anything, so you still have no generational wealth. It's So it's just like they had, they had the thought, they had the good thought of, you know, leaving something behind for their children, but clearly somewhere along the line, they made irresponsible financial decisions mm-hmm. and yep um that's what we learned we purchased our life insurance like we were like the the guy was like do you have it for your job and we were like i think rob did it but i didn't and he was like um giving us the reasons why it's not okay because like with something with that happened right now especially with covid a lot of life insurance policies through your job do not cover like the spouse or the other parents income that'll be lost Whereas when you're buying it private, like we have, that's a clause. So God forbid something was to happen to either of us. In that instance, whatever our salary is at that time, I think they cover 75 or 85 percent of it, if not full. I think it's like a cap for a certain well, amount that's of time. A good one. So, but again, it's like we, you know, we just be instant gratifiers. We don't really like it now. I ain't gonna lie. If he wouldn't explain it to me, I probably might nigga about. But. When he started explaining some of the clauses, I was like, okay, bro, that makes sense. So that's a good point. That is a good point that you made. You pick these life insurances thinking it is long-term and you realize it's going to do nothing to pay after debt and you're not going to have no money for a funeral, which explains why yeah, a lot so of like times... You, you, you can have a policy, but you still have to be responsible. Yeah, which explains like a lot of the time we see older people, when they pass, they're getting cremated. That's typically why. Sometimes they do want that, yeah. but that's typically why. Like, especially if they have children, they may have taken on their debt and things of that nature. Um, so we've discussed so fucking much. This was like the most educational <laughs> episode we've ever had, ever. Nothing against that, but this is literally the most educational episode. I know, we've like, ever. and so <laughs> you know, I already done sent you the outline for the next one. I feel like you need a ratchet. <laughs> yeah, like the one after next week, because next week, y'all. You know, this week is, you know, Nipsey's birthday pass and, you know, it's Black Business Month. But next week, we, we're going to talk about COVID and kids and school. So, you know, All right, don't, so don't, don't, lose, don't lose hope on us, okay? We're just trying to drop some Oh, no. We recorded a fun episode where we talked about them girls on that podcast that we, um, that we like and how all they were and just have fun 
And that way, we can get more statistics on like this school year. Some places already started. So we can, we okay. can mix it up a little bit of people. We can mix it up a little bit. And then they're gonna be like, dang, what the fuck happened in their lives? They didn't went from ratchet to smart. Like, what? But don't think that while you listen to this episode, whoever said that in their head. Because it ain't um, true. They are, I think, like Maggie said, said last week, uh, classy, bougie, and ratchet. <laughs> oh my God. Speaking of that, this reminds me of that fucking video with some kids in class. <laughs> but anyway, and the teacher was like, sit your ass down. But <laughs> so, so, <laughs> she was so funny. So, to close it out, um, it's like how like a few remedies. We're gonna wrap it up real, real quick. I think my laptop about died. But <laughs> um, <laughs> nothing new. Um, one of the first ones is to get into this round to like keep this stuff afloat. It's not contact rip. Like what the f? Anyway, is to have to educate yourself. Like I feel like we have not really in your head today. I don't know what we have. Um. And what are the key things that we didn't learn it? Like, they're more right <laughs> here for the internet or your phone. Like, anything that you literally know is literally in your hand. And no one uses it as an Um, take your risk. Like, we literally just discussed it with Tiffany becoming um, Tiffany's Bakery. <laughs> <laughs> like Carlos Baker from TLC. Anyway, love that show. Um, actually, so since you Baker, there used to be a show called DC Cake. Yeah, they were sisters. Mm-hmm. You said what? They're they want to open a bakery. You should. I- I'm not against this. I'm like I'm gonna keep bringing it up because the more I bring it up, then you're gonna be like, okay, this bitch don't keep thought like she's, so. Then like hell, you know, Christmas is coming up. You make it LC. You never know, you know. So I'm trying to tell y'all, book her. All right, so um, <laughs> dare to be different. I think that's something we challenge with too as a community when we're going into these realms of potential wealth and we like hold ourselves back, we'd be afraid it's too weird or whatever. What's a good example? Who can I think of this black and wealthy and like, we wouldn't, fucking Twitch. Twitch is not weird. <laughs> Yo, it's not con- like, what's going on with my eye? Anyway, so Twitch is not weird, but Twitch is service where, yo, it's like I'm losing my eyeball. Is that me? Do my eye like it's like, I don't see. Oh yeah, it probably really is me. Like I probably am like subconsciously thinking I'm losing my eye. Anyway, so <laughs> thank God nobody can see this right now. <laughs> so yeah, my contact was itching. Anyway, so Twitch is like I'm saying, Twitch is about he, he's a guy. It's a black guy. I didn't I didn't learn this till recently, but so the service is you buy this, you log into the service, you sign up or whatever, and you can play people. Like you can record yourself playing people, like only fans from video games, right? That's weird, but I think I think he came. I really believe his idea strongly came from you know on YouTube you can watch people play the video games and learn how to play the video game. Mm-hmm. I think that's where the idea came from. Like people are going, yeah, they're getting paid through YouTube, but you can make way more money low key betting when you're playing like Call of Duty and shit like that. 
but I know that people probably told him that was stupid. Look at it now. Amazon bought it. And it's like, I think he got like a lot of money, like millions of dollars for that shit. So yeah. Nice. Very different. Okay. Um, I'm gonna I'm gonna add a slash to number three. So yes, it's different, but also don't think that because it's already done that you can't do it too. Hello, because everything can be tweaked and everything can add some additions. Because hell, that was the case. Somebody else is the same way that you're gonna do it. Because if that's the case, you wouldn't even have this pod. We're not the only black moms with a pod. <laughs> they just target other subject matters that we don't. They speak differently than us. I guess it's just a different vibe. So, again, that's a great point. Yes, don't. And if you feel like you're not different, she's correct. Who gives a shit? If it's already been done, you do it differently. And last but not least, none of your ideas are dumb. You can just be dumb and hot. No, I'm just kidding. Um, none of your ideas are dumb. <laughs> I'm just kidding. Because I'm about to be a bitch, you know. We're fucking up. <laughs> but, <laughs> she tagged She tagged So, none of your ideas are dumb. Um, you just, it's just dumb if you don't do the idea. Like, you're not going to know until you try to shit. Like, that, now that is dumb. <laughs> so, you should yes. definitely try it. Not being understood. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. The idea is right now, okay. Even even that boy that was um, yo. Every time I bring this boy up, people be laughing, but it's real. The boy when I was a teller that was telling he had a t-shirt business and he shoved the tube up the teller line and the damn cash fell out as soon as I took the tube out. <laughs> I'm like, bro, you don't have a t-shirt business. <laughs> you believe him? He did not have a t-shirt business. He was a man, actually. No, he was a club dealer. But um, that was his cover up. He bought that one hundred fifty dollars LLC to cover up that money. But it's cool because I ain't take it. I shoved it back up there. It was a, it was a hassle, but I shoved it back up there. You won't put my hand on it, no. But but yes. Um, I had a stir. Okay, but that's okay because they like. They are okay. They're not legal. Does they find like is there anything about library? Yeah, like they um. Yeah, like they um. Yeah, like they um. Yeah, well, yes or anything. I knew she sure was generous. No, because he... T-shirt boy had his money that smelled like marijuana. But he had a t-shirt business. And again, you people have used the tube drive-thru, okay? They know how big that tube is. There's no reason that tube should get stuck. There is no reason because you got that... Anyway, don't be dumb like him, y'all. Okay, so, <laughs> so uh, is there anything else um, to close out today's episode? I mean, we have episodes coming up next week. It may be the school episode. It may be Ratchet. You won't know until you hear it. I know. Um, but yes. Now, this is something I've been forgetting to bring up. We have a podcast, and we never tell people to subscribe. <laughs> so yeah, 
like Kyla would say, like, comment, and subscribe. That's what yeah, I'm about to say, he's no thing. We, we don't say it. <laughs> he's what got me thinking about it. Cause yeah, I think he is having this stuff because that recording is when Carmen and like, hey guys, subscribe. Yeah. So. Like, <laughs> Yo, Kyle dead ass will hit them two thumbs. Like, comment, and subscribe. I'll be like, what? <laughs> it's Kyle's YouTube channel. Like, you be mad. Be mad. <laughs> like, what? So, yeah. That was all, like, the words of our children. Like, comment, and subscribe. <laughs> like, comment, and subscribe. So, um, yeah, definitely do that. Because when people subscribe and they comment and they rate, it makes it pop up more. So definitely do that. It's more of like a suggested that goes our listeners and that goes our income. The word not working anymore. You know, I just keep smart. Um also right yeah, and you. Cool. And you can see it in person. Yeah, like yeah. we can do like live shows and we can even do COVID shows. You know, God if God forbid, you know, this keeps going on. We don't have to do it via Zoom. But um yeah. Um uh, I well no, think of somebody Okay, it's a conference after the call. Anyway, so um, follow us on social media. Yo, why is my eye feel like it's about to fall on my face? Okay, let me wrap this up. Follow us on social media. Email us. I follow that in the description box. Or well, description board. Oh my God, I gotta stop. So put it in the description box. Yes, I had a Red Bull today. Um, Yeah. <laughs> do you have anything else? <laughs> why is my eye? Okay. Yeah, so I'm... I'm- <laughs> All right, it's a great episode. Goodbye.